very structured way to do that, right? So many reps and so many machines and so many sets and so many exercises. But the whole reason you do that is to feel fitness. It's to generally have vigor in your life, to be able to walk up the stairs without losing your breath, to be able to feel stronger and more confident. And if you don't get that, and all you do is you have your daily log and you mention how many reps and how many sets you did or whatever you did, but you don't get the real vigor and general fitness, so what's the benefit of all that? Hmm? What's the benefit of all that? So that's why these practices of zikr are done, so you remember Allah Ta'ala more. So there are going to be two, three places where you will track that, and that's what I want you to learn now. There are going to be two, three places in your life where you're going to check this. That the, if, if any of you do those zikr I taught you, that is it giving me that feeling? Number one is inside your salah. Inside your salah, are you able to remember Allah Ta'ala more? Or are you doing all weird and wazifa and zikr and muraqabah and this and that and your salah is staying the same? Then that's a problem. That's the type of thing that you need guidance on. You have to find a shaykh and tell him this issue. Because this is a problem. There's something wrong then. For some reason, it's like you're working out and you don't, nothing happening, no muscle, no, no weight loss, no strength. I'm still panting when I'm climbing the stairs. So then maybe the coach will say, look, you got to go see a doctor then. So look, I can just guide you in the gym. I can give you exercises to do. You're saying this, you have to go see a doctor. Alright, so you're going to check inside your salah. Again, the results aren't going to be instant. And the results won't be always either. They won't be instant and they won't be always. Right? They won't be instant and they won't be always. But overall, on average, your salah becomes better. Some days, sometimes, you actually feel closest to the salah. Alright? Another reason I'm telling you this, isn't just to track it, but to give you a reason, another motivation to do it. So if one day you skip your zikr, but then you're now delaying getting the remembrance of Allah than your salah. Just like if you skip going to the gym, now it's going to be even more later that you can walk up the stairs without losing your breath. The more you delay and the more you're lazy in following the exercises, the longer it will take to get that feeling of strength and vigor. The same thing about your daily regimen of zikr. The less you do, the more irregular you are, the more lazy you are, the longer it will take to get the feeling of connection to Allah on your salah. Alright? Second thing you will track is that do you remember Allah when your nafs remembers you? (laughs) Sometimes you forget your nafs and your nafs forgets you and everything is going fine. But sometimes either you remember your nafs or your nafs remembers you. You remember your nafs as you yourself start thinking about things and past or images or thoughts or feelings. And sometimes your nafs also remembers you. What does that mean? You're totally fine. Achanak! <laughs> All of a sudden some feeling of lust comes. All of a sudden some feeling of laziness comes. You were fine, you prayed Isha, you did your zikr, you went to sleep. Alhamdulillah, past 10 days, you all woke up for Fajr. You wake up, all of a sudden you feel, oh, forget it, let me sleep. Where did that come from? <laughs> I didn't do sin at night, I didn't watch some movie, I was doing good, I prayed Fajr 10 days, I've been doing my ibadah. All of a sudden the nafs will remember you. <laughs> so this is the second place to check. Can you remember Allah Ta'ala at these times? Just call it the opportunities for sin. All these zikr exercises you're doing, does it help you remember Allah when you need it? The greatest time you need to remember Allah, even more than inside ibadah, is when you're tempted to do sin, when you're inclined towards sin, when you're interested in sin. That's the time you need to remember Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. So again, it gives you more motivation. If this is what you want, and this is what you should want, 
that I should be able to remember Allah, Allah and then be afraid before I do sin. I think that sooner, if I'm lazy in my daily exercises, I postpone them, delay them, then that day will come much later. <laughs> I'm just going to delay that ability to remember Allah Ta'ala when I need it, the less I practice the exercises of zikr. And third, there's only three. Third is, will you remember Allah Ta'ala when you, in your behavior with creation? In your behavior with others? Will you remember Allah Ta'ala more during that? So, you're on the, the London tube, huh? And you know, I, I have been going on tube recently, you know, so now your tube is mashallah, the whole thing. I walked in and I was like, yeah. first I said there's something, maybe I'm having some, I'm feeling dizzy, some optical illusion, huh? The whole, we don't have that yet in New York, it's been a long time since I've been on the subway in New York, but you can see the whole car, right? You notice the whole train, left, right. So before you, now you can get more sawab, before you just had to lower your gaze from whatever beauties were in your own cabin, now you get to lower your gaze from the beauties in the whole train, huh? huh? So can you remember Allah Ta'ala at these times? Can you remember Allah Ta'ala? You're sitting, and maybe you're true fakir, you're sitting on the tube. I keep wanting to say that, but you're sitting on the tube, you're reading Quran on your phone, and the super beauty comes sit right next to you. Hmm? Huh. Now you didn't do anything, you're a nice guy, you're doing, you did itikaf, you did Ramadan, you fasted, everything. Allah Ta'ala is going to put you in situations. He's going to keep putting you in situations. Can I remember Allah Ta'ala? Can I fear Allah Ta'ala? Can I get up and walk away? Or am I too embarrassed? Hmm? Hmm? Or am I so foolish? No, it's okay, I'm reading Quran, I'm super Sufi now. No problem, she can sit next to me, I don't feel anything. No, 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 no. You'll never reach that. <laughs> You'll never reach that state. Anytime there's any woman whose beauty you notice, which may be beautiful or not, that's a relative thing. But if you think that, run. <laughs> it's all over for you. Move, get up, go sit somewhere else. You will never reach that. There is no wilayat taqwa that you will reach that if you notice her beauty, you are immune. Yes, there can be things that make you not notice the beauty. Then you're, then you, obviously if you don't notice it, you're immune. But if you notice it, there's this over. <laughs> run. <laughs> run. Huh? <laughs> you can run the whole train now. So run all the way. <laughs> all the way to the back. Huh? <laughs> this third way you remember Allah in your behavior. Behavior with your mom. Your mom's calling you like, yeah, let me just finish. No, no, no. Dean teaches you, your mom calling you, go. Hmm? You could finish the sentence. Akal will tell you, finish the sentence. Even highest Western ethics will tell you, okay, finish the sentence. Dean tells you, leave the sentence, go to your mother. Can you remember Allah Ta'ala at such a situation? Hmm? The same thing again. The more you delay the exercises, the less regularly do the exercises, the longer it will take that you actually remember Allah Ta'ala when you need it so that you can be on good behavior with other members of creation. So zikr isn't being... The, another reason I want to show you this is the path of zikr isn't just to be Sufi and to feel fana. path of zikr is for some real practical stuff that your bother gets fixed, that you stay away from sin and that you behave better with others. This is why the path of zikr is there. Not that you reach maqam of Sufi. Hmm? Yes, in history, they used to use that word Sufi for the person who had these three things. That's who used to call Sufi. 
the person who was zakir inside his salah, the person who feared Allah and stayed away from sin, and the person who was the softest and kindest with other people. That's the person who was called Sufi, not the person who had this in his hand only, but didn't have these three things, or wore the scarf in a particular way only, and didn't have those three things. The word Sufi was used for the person who had those three things. You understand? To understand what Sufi is, it's something real. It's not fluff. Hmm? So you should track your progress in these three things. There's a lot you can do. You, you are your best shaykh, I keep telling you people. Best is that you be your shaykh and make me your khalifa and I'll help you be your shaykh to yourself. Huh? Allah Akbar. Huh? Okay. New, new tariqat. Huh? Huh? Because until you become your own shaykh, you won't. You have to drive. <laughs> I can give you the gap, but you, you have to do the driving. I can show you the direction, give you the map, give you destination, give you ideas where to do the rest stops on the way, tell you there's a pothole there I know from experience. But ultimately, you have to do the driving. Hmm? You have to do the driving. You have to do the checking. You have to do the monitoring. And actually, for the sheikh, you just have to tell when you're stumped. You don't have to tell everything to the sheikh. Ultimately, that's between you and Allah SWT. You don't have to send me a daily report every zikr you did in the day. At that level, you don't have to tell because then that's... It's a little bit of, even though initially a person might be doing it sincerely, but okay. But over time, over time that develops into the wrong thing. So maybe a person can do it initially just for some feedback, motivation. But long term, this is not required. Right? Long term, you generally do what you do. You generally overall give an overall report from time to time. And you get guidance when you're stuck. Hmm? But... You know, we also like to see you during the journey. So somebody's traveling from Burnley to London. The first time he messages me, he's stuck in Manchester. It's okay. Next time he messages me, he's still stuck in Manchester. Okay. Three months again, he's still stuck in Manchester. This is something wrong. But if he messages me, stuck in Manchester, message him back. I don't hear from a couple of messages. Says, okay, I got stuck in Birmingham, but okay, but he made some progress though. Between the last time we gave him time to help him and this time he's contacting me again, at least there's some progress in Birmingham then maybe I'll be more interested in helping him get unstuck again because I see this kid, when I help him get unstuck, he moves. And there's another kid I see, help him get stuck, he's still stuck in the same place and I'm moving. <laughs> but how much interest am I going to have in helping that kid get unstuck when he doesn't get moving? He doesn't move anyway. Understand? I pick somebody out of the mud, but I want to see him walk. If he says, I fell again, but he fell there, no problem, I'll, I'll go there and lift him up again because I know he's going to walk. And if I take him out of the mud, he's just standing there, and why do I put all the effort and take him out of the mud, he's not going to move. Listen there. Hmm? So now, now that's what we've given you now. All you need to understand. Now you have the complete understanding to do what you have to do if you wish to do it. Hmm? So you make effort in Shama. You know, me, we don't, uh, it's much easier for me to keep it like this informal. Huh? I formally, I'll be asked a lot of questions and I'm already stuck. Too many people I'll be asked about on the Day of Judgment. Hmm? But you should make effort. You should make effort. Alright? Whether you learn it informally, whether you want to learn it formally, it doesn't matter. It's your deen. It's taqwa. It's tazkiyah. Alright? Sometimes the informal learner does better than the formal learner. And sometimes, yes, there are some people who will benefit more from doing it formally. But all of that also will be ascertained when you start doing it. None of this can happen in the first day. Hmm? All of this will also reveal itself on its own naturally when you start trying to practice the path of taqwa and tazkiyah and zikr. Alright? 
So your job, for those of you who are newer, is simply to try to take whatever you understood from the talks and from the gatherings and try to practice that. Jazakumullah for coming. It's your Husn Azan about us. And spending some time with us could benefit you. We hope Allah Ta'ala makes that the case. And that inshallah, you work hard and what you practice. Alright, so that I will also be asked less on the Day of Judgment. Uh, when you, 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 you made them put poster up with your name and call these people for two days, who are you? And what did they get? What if I get asked that question on the Day of Judgment? So a couple of you there should be there. No, oh, no, we did this and we changed that and we made sense. Okay, I'll get cleared on the Day of Judgment. Hmm? Alright? So you make effort, you make effort. All taqwa is there for you to take in Ramadan. All deen Allah Ta'ala has made available in Ramadan. It's yours for the taking. Hmm? And it's yours, it belongs to you. <laughs> deen belongs to mu'mineen, it's yours. It was always yours. It was originally yours. Hmm? So reclaim what Allah has given you. <laughs> By gifting you with the tawfiq to have iman. Hmm? Reclaim that deen, that taqwa, that... Shan of Shan, Shan Imani, Shan of Mu'mineen. The, the splendor and honor and dignity and attributes of the believer. Hmm? Become who your Rabb wants you to be. Become who your beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa made dua for you to be. Hmm? You will enjoy life and you will enjoy afterlife. Yes. And other than that, there's no other point in existence. There's no other value in existence except doing that. Becoming beloved to your beloved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and becoming beloved to beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.